Gloomy Mayhill Walk by Joan Jones. The walk I am about to describe is about the black and malevolent forces trapped within a specific landscape and the dark hidden places of my early life. Come with me if you dare and we will encounter graveyards, animals, horses, pigs, the chimerical shimmering transition sliding between the urban and the rural, a poison mountain, much great beauty. Doorway. Begin at the top of Brinsiffy Terrace in the North Hill area. Here you will find a wall containing a freestanding empty doorway made of red brick. Pass through it and there are concrete steps and a spray painted sign reading Welcome to the Food Garden. Climb the steps and to the right is a steep grassy bank. A quarter of the way up is a small plateau where a very long time ago there used to be a small playground but which is now the community food garden. It's like a tiny allotment in the middle of nowhere. At the top of the bank is what's known as the Black Lane. When I was young this seemed like a very foreboding place. The darkness I feel here still is partly on account of what people think goes on in Mayhill. But there is more to life here than that. Do not follow the concrete steps and the path which snakes up the side of the bank. We will walk down the black lane later at the end of our walk. Instead, cut through the trees until you find the dirt path that leads behind the back of the old hospital. The Old Hospital The old hospital these days has been converted into housing association flats, but I was actually born here when it was a working hospital. When I walk along the path that rises high above the back here, I like to look into people's back gardens and think of the people who live there, some of whom I actually know. Whose flat did I actually enter the world in? On what spot I was actually born on now stands someone's fridge freezer. This little makeshift path is one of those places that kind of fascinates me. It's not supposed to be there. It feels a bit illicit, but it also feels a bit like the country. It's the first clue that before the housing estates came, there were just open fields up here. You get the sense that the line between the rural and the urban is actually quite thin. The social housing is relatively recent. Follow the little path around and you'll come out at the top of Harry Street steps. Look up and from here you can see the flats at the bottom of Nikanda Place. They are built in the post-war council style. The Mayhill washing pond and the path to great beauty. Clamber up the bank. 
To your right, running adjacent to Nakanda Place, is a tarmac path leading beneath more trees. Follow this around and you will come out at the Mayhill washing pond. Why it is called this, I have absolutely no idea. That is how it's labelled on Google Maps. Perhaps the name is meant to make you think that in the old days, the women of Mayhill would gather here to wash their clothes and scrub them out on a nearby rock. Quite laughable, really. As it stands, the pond is covered in a thick layer of crud and lime green algae. Just beyond the pond is a fork in the road. To your right is the entrance to the famous Black Lane, but for now, via left on the gravel pathway that leads you behind Seaview Community School and into the line of great beauty. All of a sudden, you will see the city below you open up like a page in a pop-up book. The view is incredible up here. There is absolutely no denying this, and yet barely anyone comes up here. Not even locals. From here, you get a complete panorama of Swansea, from Kilvey Hill to the left. During the heights of Copperopolis, the Victorians used the site to dump vast amounts of toxic waste. Rumour has it the mountain is about 50% arsenic. To the poshos in Mumbles, over to the right. On a bright day, the city just sparkles from up here. I guess what keeps people away is the weirdness and the wildness of the viewing point itself. It is a place redolent of strangeness, urban decay and abandonment. But please, forget about where you are for the moment and take in the view for a while. Isn't it beautiful? The Jewish Cemetery and Swansea Boys Club Follow the path a bit further around the back of the school, in the Kilvey Hill direction. Notice the weird shape of the school building. More on this later. You might start to see horses on the patch of land before you. There might be boys on dirt bikes. Give both of these a wide berth and they probably won't bother you. All that lies behind the back of the school is the dead-looking grassland that used to contain burnt-out cars from joyriders. The old May Hill visual cliché. Just beyond that is the old Jewish cemetery, and beyond that is the wreck of Swansea Boys Club. You can either cut across the grass or wait until the path splits back on itself to the right, then curves back around and down. Soon you will see the high brick walls that enclosed Townhill Jewish Cemetery. When I was growing up, it was extra creepy here, as the place was abandoned. It was a ritual for local kids to dare each other to sneak into the graveyard on Halloween. Now the site has been restored, and to me it emits a solemn dignity and eerie peace in the midst of this barbarous and boring landscape. Carry on down the path until you descend onto High View. Shortly to the right you will find the cemetery gates, which rise high above you with an ironwork star of St David on each side. These will be locked, but you can glimpse inside and look at some of the graves. All orderly now, silent, Hebrew adorned. The site is fairly large, and by all accounts, there used to be a reasonably sized Jewish community on the hill. Not so much these days, but where I come from, there have always been a lot of immigrants from all over. It's always been poor up here, always open to outsiders. Carry on down High View and turn right onto Berwick Terrace. Here you will encounter the ghostly hulk of Swansea Boys Club, a brutal reminder of what the area means to young people, if there ever was one. Opened in 1922, the club once had over 2,000 members. 
It's shut in the 70s due to lack of funding and has been standing empty ever since, ravaged with the cancer of neglect. It would make the ideal movie location for a film dealing with austerity and urban rot, right down to the psoriasis of graffiti everywhere, broken bottles and used syringes. Again, growing up, the place spooked the hell out of me. It's time to climb back up to the street and go and look at where I went to junior school and maybe catch a glimpse of what life on the hill is like. Sea View Community School and a new kind of farm. Follow the path straight back up and turn left onto Granogwyn Road. Soon you come to the gates of Sea View Community School, although when I went there it was just Mayhill Junior School, or simply Mayhill Junior. For what it is and where it is, Mayhill Junior is quite a remarkable piece of architecture. From the sky it is mushroom shaped, comprised mainly of a wide, semicircular court for the cup around which the classrooms are lined, and a bell tower for the stalk with the school hall on the first floor. This impressive edifice can be seen high up on the hill from Swansea train station. Everybody knows it, not many know what it is. For instance, the Germans thought it must be an important government building and accordingly dropped a bomb on it, destroying the original bell tower which had to be rebuilt. As far as I know, it has always been a school. Memories about it when I was there. The quality of the light that poured through the huge windows on the classroom side of the semicircle, south-facing. Sunny days in summer, when classes could be held on the grass in the open centre of the courtyard. The two good teachers, Ms Reed and Ms Rainish, who saw my sensitivity and imagination and gave me books to take home. My mother actually came to the school to inquire why they were doing this. Their answer? To read. The ghost in the bell tower. I became very good at scaring the other children about to the point of small-scale mass hysteria. Feeling lonely a lot and hating most of the other kids. Past the school gates, turn right onto Creedial Road. Immediately to your right is another empty patch of land, formerly the site of my infant school. On my most recent walk, I was shocked to discover that the household on the very edge were using this land as a field for a new kind of improvised urban farming initiative. There were two horses grazing and even a pen containing a large black pig. Perhaps in this time of ever-increasing austerity, that is what will happen. The rural element will reclaim the hill. I, for one, would like a goat. Portal. Turn left and finally, we find ourselves back on the famed Black Lane. I know what you're thinking. Nothing special to see here. What a crap end to the walk. The surface of the road used to be scarred and uneven, patched with retarded graffiti, bordered by blackberry bushes. It's covered in bland tarmac now. It's merely a hasty catwalk down from Mayhill to the North Hill environ. And it's here that our walk through the banalities and oddities of my early childhood must terminate. For years I couldn't come here. For whatever reason, this place is a receptacle of bad feeling for me. 
It's redolent of winter morning trudges through snow down to the comprehensive school I absolutely hated. With summer stench here as I dragged myself home from there. Fearful, free-roaming dogs. The dirty old men rumoured be hiding in the bushes. The big boys. The beatings I took here. At twelve? At thirteen? I am angry. I am absolutely furious that it was deemed acceptable for me to walk here at that age by my older sisters, by my parents. But that's how it was. There is nothing here. It's a place I wouldn't walk now by myself after dark. It's the kind of place that makes me think that what people say about us, the hill people, is true. That there is no beauty, no hope about where I am from. Slide on down the black lane and you'll find yourself back where we started. The steps lead down, past the community garden, back to the red brick portal that brought you in. Out. Out.